Hi, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. Um, we have the usual brothers in arms. We have Avery, the Steelers fan here. Yeah. How are we doing? Stressed. Stressed? We'll get to that in a second. We have Connor, the one who is rocking a white Joe Burrow jersey, a Bungles jersey. Um, rest in peace to a real one because he, he's not yeah. dead, but his ACL is. And MCL. Yeah. And other damage. And other damage. Rest, rest in peace to Bud Dupree's uh, uh, ACL. Rest I would in peace. Give, I would give him my knee if I could. Whole knee amputated <laughs> all off. If he would pay my bills, I'd give him my knee. I think that's a fair, fair trade. Fair trade. Okay. I can respect it. My bills are nothing for him. So, weird question. Weird question. How much would somebody have to pay you to amputate, for somebody to, like, amputate your your lower half of your knee? Just, like, one? Yeah. Just one. I'd do it for a million. A million? Okay. Because I like walking. Is it the knee I used to drive? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, you could learn to drive with the other one. Yes, but <laughs> cross cross there's, leg. There's something. There's something about driving where, like, you're like, I want to go fast, and you can feel like the push down of the. What pedal. if? What if you buy a European car where it's on the right side? Does that mean that it you still use your pedal, right foot? I think foot? the pedals are still the same. Dang it! I thought it's I was very so smart for Americans. No, I could be honest. Maybe so there is a car so, out there that is left dominant, maybe. I bet there is. I'm sure you can, like, modify your car if you really wanted to. So, well, let's go with that it's your left leg. Your left leg. That gets um, amputated? Yeah, the, okay. that gets amputated. I think I think that we always use big numbers because that's what we imagine. But if someone came to me with, like, Hundreds of that, like maybe less than a million, but like hundreds of thousands of dollars in like straight cash, and like just slam that on the table and was just like, you won't even know it's gone. That's a hard bargain because like you won't even know. <laughs> y'all got me messed up. You give me a hundred thousand dollars right now, y'all can have my the lower half of my left leg. Uh, I mean, that could go by fast. Hundred thousand? Yeah, think about it. If you buy, like, say you buy a, I home. would invest all of that right now and like work for like twenty years and like not have to do a, a thing for the rest of my life. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, if you're responsible with your money, yeah. And I can make a peg leg. Ever yeah, thought about true, that? Yeah. Now you could be a baseball coach soon. That would be a really cool like. You yeah, could, you could hit balls old man Jacob with his Dude, baseball. So leg. apparent. So apparently, I haven't actually told anybody this except for Connor, but. I might become, like, next year or two years from now, I might be the Garinger head baseball coach. You need an assistant? Bro, you could come out. I love hitting baseballs. Bro. I want to yell at some kids. Dude. I'll be your first base coach. I don't know. He, he, the the baseball coach that I talked to, he was kind of just like, uh, I'm not really, like, I'm not. He, he's kind of just, like, at not the end of the anymore. road. Not really at the end of the road, but he has, he's doing a lot. Like, he's the department head. He's the baseball coach. He coaches – like women's volleyball on the oh, he's, side. He's doing the most. Yeah, he's doing a lot. I do have breaking news. Houston has agreed to trade Russell Westbrook to Washington for John Wall in a first round pick. What? I mean, I don't. Is, I don't dis. I don't dislike from it. Adrian Wojbomb. Wojbomb. Yeah, that's definitely a Wojbomb. Um, I, so I I like considerably it considerably less than what I. No offense, people are telling me that you need multiple first foremost. I was like, listen, I don't think Russell's going to have that pull. But yeah, but John, but John, John Wall's Wall, pretty good. I mean, John Wall, like, if John Wall's healthy, and the problem is that he hasn't been healthy for two years, um, if John Wall's healthy, he's 
top five point guard in the league, in my opinion. I love John Wall. Oh, I love John Wall too. But so I do think that it's I do think that this was a good trade. Um Russell Westbrook didn't want to be with the Rockets anymore. Washington needs kind of a facilitator to kind of complement uh, Bradley Beal. So I think I think that this is a, a good trade for both teams, personally. I think it's solid. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt your whole coach thing, but that was big enough news. Though. No, no. You, that was kind of all I had about it. Um, but well, We hope the best. Yeah, for sure. Now... I ask you, I ask you, Avery, and this is way too far out, and this is completely hypothetical. But do you think that the the Dodgers are going to win the World Series next year? I mean, if they can retain some of their players, yeah. Are a lot? Do you know if a lot of your players are up? Like, are a lot of? Them? I know Kike Hernandez is, and he was pretty fundamental. Whenever, but they you don't. Ha- but your your big two of Clayton. Uh, Clayton Bueller, Kershaw, Mookie, David Price back. Yeah, David Price. Uh, Cody Bellinger isn't up, is he? Mm. They still got Corey Seager. I think the only people they would lose is, or could potentially lose, Justin, Justin Turner. Justin right? Turner, but I don't think he wants to play for anyone else. Yeah. Um, but you never know. But Justin Turner and Kike Hernandez. I think Kike could be gone, but I mean they'll probably just sign him. I don't know. Might not. Loud enough? Probably not. I want to just make you a little louder. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I I think with Mookie and the core that they got, plus the good pitching, they should be fine. Yeah. I don't they, know if they'll win it again. There's always some crazy baseball team coming out and being hot. I think – dude, I tell you what. I think that uh, it all depends, and I hope that this happens just because I love Mike Trout. But if, if Trevor Bauer goes to the Angels, I think that they could be like – a World Series contender because Anthony Rendon, um, you got Anthony Rendon, Mike Trout, Shohei Ohtani, um, and now Trevor Bauer. And this is all hypothetical because he hasn't signed anywhere. Um, but another place that he's possibly going to go is uh, the Mets. Atlanta. Which uh, if yeah. if he goes to Atlanta, I think Atlanta wins the World Series. Yeah, they'd have too much insane bullpen. Yeah, so I, I think that it would be. Um, I think it would be insane, but I. I, I I'm interested to see kind of where we have a big free agency class um, for baseball, and so there's a couple big name players. Trevor um, Bauer kind of leads them all. What, of like, I'm really interested to see because he's the reigning uh, NL uh, Cy Young winner. So it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Like that man Padres can demand some money, dude. If he got if he went to the Padres, that'd be wild. Him and Clevenger, which got traded to the Padres, they they're very tight. So dude, it's possible. The uh, the Dodgers, their division is insane. Yeah. The Rockies, Padres, and Diamondbacks, and even the Giants. Dude, you want to talk about the Russell Westbrook of the MLB, of, like, one person who's always great but never gets, like, any MVP votes, and that's Nolan Arenado. Um, Nolan Arenado yeah. is consistently probably the best, if not the top two, top three, third baseman in the game, and he's just constantly hitting bombs, like 30 – 30 home runs, 40 home runs a season, but he oh. never gets looked at for uh, – he probably, never gets looked at. It's probably because of his teammate, who's just a little bit better. Shortstop Trevor you think, Story. You think Trevor Story's better than Nolan Arenado? He gets way more recognition. I think he, he gets way more recognition just because of the shortstops. Back when Trevor – last year, two years ago, Tre- like the shortstops was kind of 
athletic, small, fast dudes. Yeah, but not only that, but there wasn't as many elite shortstops. Whereas third basemans, you have Chris Bryant that was an MVP. You have Nolan Arenado. You have Justin Turner when he yeah. was an MVP. You have uh, go up back a little bit. Josh Donaldson with the Blue Jays. Oh, yeah. He was an MVP. Do you think that baseball has a favoritism towards first base and pitcher? I don't and, like, think best that they batter? I don't think that they have a favoritism towards a specific position. I think they have a favoritism towards power. Yeah, that's, a, um, that's what I was about to say. I was about to say most of the hard hitters are either first baseman, third baseman, or outfielders. Yeah, yeah. And I think that with that, like, I mean, you see it with, like, multiple people of, like, if they're – if they hit fifth, like John Carlos Stan, for instance, John Carlos Stan, I think it was when he was on the Marlins, probably about three he hit years ago. Fifty six, right? Huh? Then he hit like fifty six. He hit fifty six home runs, and like his batting average was okay. It was like two eighty, which like is okay. It's above average for a major league baseball player. But when you're talking about uh, like an MVP, like. Usually MVPs kind of historically have hit over 300 or something like that. But when John Carlos Stanton, because he hit that much, that many home runs, and he was very much a either hit a home run or strike out kind of guy, um, I feel like there is a favoritism a little bit towards power rather than, I mean, last year you have DJ LeMahieu, um, which he consistently hits like 330, 340, which is literally one of the best contact like the hitters. Top 1% yeah, he is the top 1%. Um, and he had the batting title, I think, last year. And he's never considered to be, like, for MVP. Do you think that's like a, in, like in football with, like, I mean, I think Christian McCaffrey doing 1,000, 1,000 is definitely, like, noteworthy enough to be, like, considered, like, Maybe not most valuable player, but like in the running. But like it's like every year, it's like, well, which quarterback is going to? I don't think that it's as biased as that. Um, just because everybody knows that MVP is going to be a uh, quarterback. Um, but for baseball, it's. So you think football is more biased than baseball? I think that football is more biased okay. than baseball. I, that's what I thought. Um, you meant, because yeah. the only way in football that I can logically see a quarter uh, running back or a wide receiver becoming MVP is they have to break some kind of record. Um, and he, we even saw Michael Thomas do that with the receptions record in the season last year, yeah. and he didn't even get it. Um, and so, and don't get me wrong, I think Lamar Jackson definitely deserved oh, for it. for sure. He was fantastic. Um, but I think that it was one of those things where you had Michael Thomas, Offensive pl- Player of the Year, who literally – broke the single-season receptions record. You had C-Mac, which is one of three people who got 1,000, 1,000 seasons. Yeah, uh, over 1,000, 1,000 in some categories. Yeah. yeah. And so I think for baseball, it's – I mean, if you have – you look at Ichiro Suzuki. Um, Ichiro Suzuki hit about Fantastic three player. 357, 360, maybe even above that um, in his rookie year, and he hits no home runs, and he became MVP. Um, and so it's possible, but y- if you're like a Freddie Freeman who like you hit like I think he hit like 20 home runs and batted like 310 or 320, he's definitely going to be looked at because not only does he have power, but he has average as well. But you also see – they are going to be favorable to a above average average plus power rather than just power. Just power, like 
there's a guy named uh, Chris Davis. He is not not the Joey not, Gallo is a perfect one. Joey Gallo is another one, but he's an athletics guy, and for literally three straight years, he's batted under 250. But he had like before this season because it was all shortened and everything. He had like 47 home runs that or something was like the that. The definition of boom or bust. Yeah, yeah. the definition I mean, of boom or there's bust. There's just some players that that's what they do: home runs. Or strikeouts. Yeah, and Joey Gallo, you you hit the nail on the head for the Texans, um, or not the Texans, the Rangers. Yeah, same thing. Uh, yeah, same <laughs> thing. Um, but he is the epitome of that, of like out of this world power. When he hit, he gets a hold of it, whether it's he's it, it's gonna be hit hard somewhere. Yeah, that ball's gonna go somewhere Dude, really fast. He was like my really best deep. player on the show, bro, because he's he's op on the show. If you, like, dude, if you, box. Him, <laughs> dude, if you just hit him, dude, if you just hit. Like the ball, it's then gone. you're gonna be good. But that's why you walk him intentionally. And he's also and a really good outfielder. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he. There's. A, I got a couple opinions about Joey Gallo, just because I think that his he'll never be have the average enough to get an MVP. But I could see him getting the Hank Aaron Award literally every yeah. year of like having the most home runs. But um, I do have to ask you though, because. We are. I don't want to just talk us into the ground for baseball. No, that's but, cool. Um, baseball is America's well, America's sport. The Steelers, eleven and zero. Yeah. Uh, not you. You said it yourself. Kind of a sloppy game, but I wanted to kind of hear your I mean, your fresh raw. I mean, we're tec- recording this at eight o'clock. Technically, so. it's the best game ever played on a Wednesday. Yeah. The only one. <laughs> is it really the only one ever on a Wednesday? I th- maybe. I'm them. sure back in, in like the deep, deep history of the NFL, there might have been one game played on a Wednesday. But as far as I can tell, the modern era NFL never played on a um, Wednesday. So I'll be honest. I'm happy they won. Uh, they obviously aren't the standard everyone wants from an undefeated team, barely scraping by some bad teams. Do you think if Lamar was there, you would have lost? It was three. What three point? What was it like? Maybe because within single digits, we we pro. I mean, the whole game would have been different with him, but I think it would have been a lot closer and more competitive at the same time. If that makes sense. So I mean, we still got turnovers off of those. So guys I don't want to. I don't want to ruin this, but apparently, the 2012 regular season opener between the Giants and the Cowboys was scheduled to play on a Thursday, but the game got, got dumped to a Wednesday, so it didn't conflict with President Obama's uh, speech at the Democratic National Convention. Wow. That is the only time since 1950. Kind of like how they played at 3:40 because of the Rockefeller tree lighting. Exactly. They were like, "Listen, Steelers, you're great, but." I'm about to light a tree. I mean, honestly, yeah. that tree lighting is probably going to be more clean than that game. Hey, that game, it, it was sloppy. It is, it is a, it's like the Macy's Day Parade. My oh. dad's like, it happens every year. Yeah. It's I tell you TV. what, that the quarterback. What happened? What happened? RG three. He pulled a hamstring or something, and then reaggravated it when he got yeah, hit. Yeah, because when we turned on the TV, it was, was this like, small white guy, and we're like, Trace McSorley. Who is that? And I was like, this is not Robert Griffin the third. Uh, honestly, if the Steelers don't have twelve drop passes. The score would be like 27-14, and we'd be talking about a whole different game. All right, y'all better get Devontae Johnson under control. Deontay? Yeah, bro, Deontay. What I don't, did I say? Devontae. It's uh, okay. Deontay names, there's words. is so talented, but dude Syllables. drops way too much and also fumbles. Like, Marlon Humphrey is like Peanut Tillman 2.0. He literally every – he got Juju like twice in two seasons with games on the line. Punches the ball out on contact. Instead of like playing an interception, he's smart. I wish the Steelers had him. He's a beast. But I don't know. I think the Steelers will be fine. 
They better nut up or shut up against Washington because they got a good defense. You can't just. And I tell you what, we got to talk. We now about to say we got to talk about Washington. If we want to talk about Washington, we're gonna talk about that freaking Cowboys game. Yeah, and that's wild to me because I was feeling good because the Cowboys were like that they just beat. Was that your lock? No, they beat Minnesota. They had beat Minnesota in convincing fashion. And everybody was saying, oh, the Cowboys for the first time have looked good. The defense, offense, defense, and special teams were clicking at all cylinders. My whole thing about this is the NFL is still a pro sport. And even the bad teams could have a day where they're just better than you. Yeah. And that's why it's so hard to, like, crap on an undefeated team and say, well, they almost lost to this. Washington put up. 41 points. Let's Cow- just let's Cowboys just talk about how sometimes bad. their decision making was suspicious. The Steelers, the Cowboys. Oh. You're in your own 20 or 30 yard line. It's Mike McCarthy, man. Oh, he, dude, the fake, the fake punt. punt. That dude. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> you got to come up with a better trick play than that. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it looked smart. You know, the whole pass back. But that player was like, I couldn't want to write and potentially maybe get space. I'm gonna run up the gut. He looked at his team. This collapsing bubble was just like, that's where I'm going. But even then, um, I mean, I think the Cowboys will be fine. I, my, I think my big issue is who wins the a, a, sorry. Go ahead, no, who, go ahead. who wins the NFC East? Because they they all suck. Giants. You think so, dude? I'm telling you. What it, if Washington it, wins it, bro? Cause I think I, Washington could. or the Giants are the team I'm looking at. I think I think that Ron Rivera is a good coach. Now I think that, and this is going to lead to your point. Um, I think that the Eagles, if they can put it together, I think they could possibly. I I've said the Eagles from the jump, but Carson's been bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and Carson has been bad, but and I I watched Connor's video today, and it kind of gave the whole Brett three. Coleman, if you're ever listening to this, we'd love to have you on the show. You're like the smartest person in sports we know. Yeah, he said that there's three reasons why it's happening. Of like. Uh, Hero ball, Doug Peterson's not playing to it straight and bad mechanics. Um, but I, tr- I truly do think that he has a point to that. Um, yeah. But I think that the offensive line is injured, is, is injured, injured. And, and, and their receivers. And their receivers For are non existent. I mean, you look at uh, Deshaun Jackson, he, right? Right, yeah. right? Right person. He's been gone all year. He's been gone all year. Alshon Jeffrey, which, is, which was. Considered to be their number one, hasn't been back. Or, like is literally injury prone for the past two three years. Their draft so, pick this year got injured. Yeah, and um, so it's one of those things where like there's there's time after time where yes, Carson Wentz just is trying to back. he's trying to Push do too wheel. much. Um, but I think that if I'm Carson Wentz, I I would have the same thing of like I don't have the team around me. Well, to make plays if I'm just patient. So I'm going to play hero ball. And, yes, I think that it backfires at points. But you know who else did kind of the same thing of hero ball? Brett Favre. And Brett Favre (coughs) – now I'm not comparing Carson Wentz to Brett Favre, but Brett Favre was not afraid to throw the interception ball. I mean, Brett Favre has probably the second – No, he has the most interceptions. He he has the third most touchdowns, but also the most interceptions by a mile. I think it's like by like 50 or 60 interceptions. So I I think that hero ball, it's a a mentality. And to me – Philip Rivers you're the, has that mentality. If Philip Rivers <laughs> does have that mentality. <laughs> Two broken ACLs, I'm still out here, boy. Exactly. So, <laughs> with, so no, go ahead. Mostly, as we're talking about this, we'll go back to the other uh, big games, the uh, the 49ers, Rams, and the Titans and Colts. Um, when is it 
I believe he was benched for Jalen Hurts in that game. When do you, as a NFL organization, your franchise QB, they brought you to the promised land or they've done very well for you, when do you give up? It's... So, for example, as a Steelers fan, let's say Big Ben wins the Super Bowl this year and he goes, I'm not done. And he sucks. See, he's when, terrible. He, he's bad. When does the Steelers go? See, you're great. I, I'm pulling. See, I want to know, and we'll talk about that um, because I personally think that Steelers they've invested so much in Big Ben, and he's he so the late in the, his career that it's like just roll with them until the wheels fall off. Until That's he's exactly done. what they're doing. And I, I, I could see like. Philip Rivers or like maybe Drew Brees after this year, if they're like god awful, then like yeah, you might want to cut them or you might want to trade for them or something like that. But if they're playing still at a decent level, which I think that Big Ben he's he's above average for sure right now. He's but, fringe fringe elite right now. Yeah, and I would say I would agree with that. But I think that it's one of those things where, bro, you gotta roll with Big Ben. But like if we're talking about a young and upstart quarterback, like uh, uh, I remember the uh, Tua, yeah, was like, was pulled and, for for playing bad, and, and they put and, Brian back. Yeah, up but and Brian Flores was just like he just didn't have it that day, and we needed a spark. Yeah, and I think that um, I think for younger people, I think that that question it's is easier. It's it's more up in the air. Yeah, it's of, like if you pull Patrick in the middle of a the game, they're gonna be like, "What the hell are you doing?" But yeah, like, pulling pulling. Daniel Tua Jones or Daniel Jones, it's kind of yeah. like, all right. Please pull them. Now, do <laughs> well, you? Not, Dan- not Tua. Dan- Daniel's been doing think, all right. I think, see, I, I've i said this from, from the get-go. I think that Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, to me, are in kind of the same respect. I think that they are franchise quarterbacks. Um, but they right now they just don't have the – Their the, GMs won't help them Their out. GMs, their coaches, and they don't have the piece around I them. I think that the Giants, if I'm going to project into the future – about what that division will look like. If, for some reason, they're able to, Mike McCarthy is able to assemble the Cowboys into Somehow. what their potential could be, I think the Cowboys basically take that division uh, just because of the talent they have. But Dude, if people were saying that the Cowboys were going to win the Super Bowl, yeah. I mean, they were good with Dak. Not only were they good with Dak, but you had my. You had Michael Gallup coming back. You had Amari Cooper coming back. But you also Zeke had was Ze- still a monster. You had Zeke, which and is probably CD top Lamb. three, and CD Lamb that you drafted. And Vanderesh on the defense. You know, I yep. think he got hurt. But yep. I'll say this: the I- biggest mistake, my bad. The biggest mistake they did was not pay Byron Murphy, the corner yep. who's locking people down in Miami. Well, I mean, I think I think a big thing I see about Dallas is they'll 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 pay their players. They'll pay them. Dallas, I will give them props. If you serve Dallas well, you will get paid. Unless you're Dak Prescott for some reason, but that's a different story. <laughs> but you know who was the uh, who was the dude on the on the line who like tackles people? Um, he got a big contract right before Dak did. Demarcus uh, where? Mar- uh, De- Marcus uh, Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. You know, DeMarcus Jerry. Slayer. Jerry will pay you. Zeke. He paid Zeke a big amount of money. Um, but I'll say this: my hands don't cramp writing right right checks. checks. <laughs> um, <laughs> He does have. He does have. That man is football, though. He I'll give Jerry Jones people. that. That man is a football man. Um, I do think that the Giants will be the team that I think will come out of nowhere because I, I like uh, Joe Judge. Is that isn't that? Yeah, the, he's a good coach. That's a good coach. I mean, 
They're, they're changing with, the culture. They're also without Saquon Barkley. And, and I was going to bring up that point too. Like, I mean, you're you're talking about probably like behind but, Christian McCaffrey and maybe Derrick Henry and maybe even Dalvin Cook if you want to argue it. Um, probably a, a top, definitely top, top five, five or top 10. running back. Um, and that and when he is in. I think that he has as much weighing on him. He is that offense the same way in which last year C-Mac was that offense, and everything kind of flowed through him. Um, and I think that Saquon, with him out, it's a big blow. And Daniel Jones is still a very, very young quarterback. Um, and so when you don't have that— Yeah, but look, I, I do like, you know, he's what ran it like, what, 20 my fault. <laughs> you, you were talking about— I'll let you finish. No, go ahead. He ran the ball down twice. He he he's been getting better at throwing. That team's looked better. I mean, even with the backup running back, he scored like what twenty points. Wayne Gallman. Yeah, like he freaking was yeah, doing. Yeah, dude, right. that was a solid pickup. No one wanted him, and I grabbed him, and he no didn't bro, really help me man, much. This man got Taysom Taysom Hill as, as a, a flex. Yeah, I mean, I won by fifty because of him. Yeah, well, I just got eliminated from my actual league, so rest in peace. I got eliminated. I played against Deshaun Watson, Antonio Gibson, Tyreek Hill. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Well, we do have to talk about Will Fuller being suspended and Will Fuller, for the PEDs. He the Didn't he go on his own Instagram and be like, hey, I got, I'm got, i getting suspended? Yeah, he yeah. said that he went to a doctor to get medication. He, The doctor told him the medication was not on the list of banned substances. Hey. and. The doctor was wrong. Place for the Texans, right? Yeah. Brian Cushing's their strength and conditioning coach. Dude got suspended for PEDs like 10 times. Who's surprised? Brian Cushing's their strength and conditioning coach? That's wild, actually. That explains hey, you everything. know, listen. Shout out Brian Cushing. But I, <laughs> you want to be on the I, podcast? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, and I think that that brings up a whole can of worms because if he's really telling the truth, and who knows if he's really telling the truth, of he is completely like – he did not know he trusted he did, a professional. He didn't know, stuff like that. I mean, um, I, I think that it, it... Only people who get caught are those who don't know. Yeah, you are right. I mean, you're everybody's going to claim the innocence card, but I think that if truly he doesn't know, then it's like, I mean, you got to fire the doctor, right? Like, well, I don't know. I don't know if it was a... A team doctor or, or a, because like a if private it's, doctor? Yeah, I, I mean, may, I'm sure they have private doctors, but it's like the same doctor who like injured like... Not him. Not the good comparison. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. Like, I think I, it's the same guy. <laughs> How is this guy still? I think uh, Tyrod did not file a grievance charge. I think like it was like a genuine mistake. But like, what do you? Do? <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. Dog. <laughs> hey, my lung feels weird. No, you'll be fine. Get out there. I mean, I, I do think though that like there is some question where like if a player is actively knowingly like taking PEDs, that's a different story. But like. I remember once, um, I think it was Golden Tate was like, I was taking a, uh, a medication to help. It was help. like a vitamin that had a steroid it, in it, right? Yeah, it was something like, it was like, I'm trying to, you know, it's like something to help me and my wife have children, and it was oh, on the yeah. banned substance list. And he goes like, I'm going to appeal. I think if you can prove your case of like, hey, like I was taking this regularly. and trying the, to keep it up. But I think that also it's one of those <laughs> things where trying to keep it up. Uh, I'm weak. Um, I just caught that. Um, so I think that. It is one of those things, though, where it's hard because, like... It's hard. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Your dad listens to this hey, And he's going to probably laugh at this. Hopefully, we, my little brother isn't in here this time when I say we, something so, about being um, horny. Whoa. You don't remember um, that? 
No, I don't. Let's keep it moving, boys. We'll just roll with it. Um, But I think I think that it is. I think that it is hard to kind of uh, distinguish because, like, if you look at Mike Trout, um, in I've talked about this before, but Mike Trout was suspected of taking uh, having high HGH or something like that. And that's because he has a thyroid disease um, or he had to take medicine for a thyroid. That's why. Um, and so if like if you really have like a thyroid disease or you have high risk of getting thyroid disease, isn't it like like you should be able to take a medicine that helps you out. Peyton Manning take him for his like forehead being big or something like that. I don't think that that's right. It's a meme I saw. <laughs> no, that's not the same <laughs> too much thing. HGH or but something. But also, like, it, so look at also another instance that I can bring to of like the ethics of steroids is Barry Bonds. I mean, Barry Bonds. Yes, he probably used steroids, and yes, he probably went from, whatever. But <laughs> honestly, if you look at Barry Bonds and his track record, the only thing that he kind of has been charged with is it was some kind of steroid cream that like it was going to help arthritis apparently Mm. but apparently he had been taking it for years and it wasn't a banned substance but then when it the rule changed he still continued to like use it and he got caught for it um and so i I think that sometimes rules are sticky because I think that a lot of times we try to portray it in black and white when in actuality it's somewhere in that kind of gray area. I think there was a, another player my friend talked about who was saying like he was like anti like he had like mental health issues and he was taking like an anti depression drug or something and that was apparently on the banned substance list. And he goes like this man's like went to a freaking like you know like hospital to prevent his suicide or something. And the NFL's like, if you want to play, you can't be on the medication that can like save your life. And well, that's the thing I, too. I do think that maybe what the NFL needs to do is have an ethics review board where like, I think that, I be- think that'd be very interesting if they go like we, un- cause I think that for example, but, we're, we're both, but, we're both teachers, right? Rules are, are yes. sometimes like uni- flexible, sometimes flexible. Like for example, you can't punch another student in my class. That's one of those like, you know, rules that you can't do. But if you know one of those things where it's like if he's clowning on you and he's making fun of you, you, you know you go both ways. But same thing with like people. Everything there's like there's always a story. So like maybe they can go to a professional and go like I'd like to take this substance for for like you know I'm doing this. This is what I'm doing. And the review board looks at it and goes like, we understand this might give you a slight edge, but you're doing this to protect. You. Let's say that you're have going through cancer treatment or something for God's sakes. Like while you're playing football and it's like. I need to take this medication to help keep my pain down. They go, no, that's too much of an advantage. Yeah. It's I, like, well, I, I have cancer, so like, I, I do think that there is because on the other side of things, if they I can mean, take it, why can't I? Why not only what, if they can take it, why can't I? But also the kind of idea of like Avery hits hit some a while ago of like the the only people who are guilty are the people who are, don't get, or the people who get caught are the innocent ones or whatever yeah. you said. Um, and I think that it's one of those things where a lot of times, um, how, how would people know? Like if like for, for instance, and I say this with a grain of salt for like Mike Trout's thyroid, like disease or like, uh, Mike Trout, like if he needs this medication, how will people know? Will they have to provide documents that his like thyroid is high? Like, what would I would what think would that would, I, that you, examination board? You would need? have you would have to be like uh, there would probably need to be like a player association rep on there, so he could represent some of the player association of like yeah. what they want. Because if some guy was like, I need to take steroids because I'm weak, 
It should be like, a, <laughs> no, that's not how it's going to work. But maybe there needs to be like, it depending on what it is, get an independent doctor. If the doctor's like, I have checked out this patient. I do say, like, I'm an expert in my field that this person is going through an issue. This is going to help him. I do not feel like this is going to give him that much of an advantage. He is doing this. Maybe, you know. It's not for this. It's for his actual problem. Like, you know, maybe you can mess with the dose. I don't know. Doses are very sticky. But, like, have somewhat of of, a review board instead of just being, like, a yes or no. Because I feel like it's it's hard for the NFL. And I think that's one of the big things is reading to my next thing this review board COVID's getting worse for the nfl yeah is are we gonna have to do a bubble for the playoffs i, I could mean, see a bubble happening for the p- playoffs i could see it happening but i just feel like it's gonna be way too hard with how many people are on a football team well maybe, yeah. maybe you can do it where it's like isolated locations well once you solidify your like position i heard them say two weeks off those players don't they immediately fly to the practice location bubble up they got enough practice facilities I around could, the world. I think the best I think I think that they couldn't do an NBA bubble, but I think they can possibly do an MLB bubble type thing of like at play at the same sites, play at the same areas, NFL stadiums, whatever. Heck, San Francisco's See, not playing at their stadium right now. And the thing now, is the only yeah, no, the, that, on, yeah, the only wild. reason they wouldn't is cuz the NFL wants people to have some f- form of a home yeah. field. That's the only reason it wouldn't. And well, if you that could do a neut- neutral money, site. Yeah, but I mean, the Super Bowl is a whole neutral site game, unless you're yeah. the team that wins. I know, I know. I'm just saying, like Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa. <laughs> listen, I'm telling you, Tampa Bay somehow makes the Super Bowl and wing, wins in Tampa Bay. That's probably one of the greatest stories. COVID spike. <laughs> COVID <laughs> spike in Tampa Bay. Oh, oh, for sure. I guarantee. I can. You know what I'm betting on right now? Whatever team, whatever, whatever city, city or state. Wins the Super Bowl, COVID spike in that state. Oh, we gotta I'm talk money we gotta on talk that. about Broncos not having a quarterback. That's, you know, that's the whole reason I was ticked off about the whole uh, Ravens thing. Is like I know yeah. they had an outbreak, yeah, and then the you know the other quarterbacks for the Broncos because was it Drew? They weren't wearing a mask. They weren't wearing a mask around them. But if you think about it like this, they're in their facility before they knew he had COVID. If you're all good, you all assume you're positive, like you were the day before or something. I can see why they didn't have their masks on. You know what I mean? You're in your facility. Yes, but it's the but same. But also the principle. It's, it's the same thing of like, well, they thought they were good, and your team didn't throw yeah. a completion for 34 minutes. But here's the thing. Like, right now, as we're talking, we don't have a mask on. And, like, and yes, we are we are not professionals by any means. But we see each other every day. But, and yes, we part. do well, see each at other at work, every day, we do but, have masks on. We but, do isolate. I mean. I would think that these football players, especially quarterbacks, would see each other every day. I mean, yeah, Ben, I haven't seen him without a mask on unless he's on the field. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I I see what you're saying. I see kind of both sides of it. I think that it is irresponsible, and Dan Orlovsky lit into those boys and yeah. was like, this was your chance to kind of do something. Um, you, as a backup, you crave for this moment. Um, and I think that he has a point to a certain extent. But also, I mean, when you're a quarter, like, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it, when I'm at work and I'm around Connor or I'm around somebody who I literally see all the time, um, I'm probably not going to have my mask on because it's like, yeah, like, there's the that off percent chance that you, like, you might have it, but I'm not super worried about it. And yes, you're a professional, and like if you don't, like 
you can't show up for your job if you're a Broncos quarterback. But um, it, I think it's it, I think that to your point, I do think that the Steelers did get kind of screwed out of that situation. Yeah. Well, just the because the Bronc, I mean, the Broncos didn't have a quarterback. They were at risk of forfeit. Yeah, like, they think, had to yeah. make an official statement saying like we're not forfeiting the game. That's the whole problem I have with it is the inconsistency. You make the Broncos play without any quarterbacks on their roster, but you cater to the Ravens and even. Move the game to Wednesday because they were refusing to play yesterday because of snow. Yeah. It's like you don't get to choose. If you're the commissioner, you tell them you're either playing or you're forfeiting. Yeah, yeah. I think the snow was kind of a crappy excuse because it's like – I'm just tired of John Harbaugh games. whining. <laughs> snow games. It's, it's really at this point John Harbaugh whining and getting his way. And then I think it sets a dangerous precedent if you're a good team and whine enough and Roger Goodell gives you what you want. Well, unless you're the Cowboys where Roger Goodell will punch down, but – I, I do think though that there needs to be, uh, yeah, more consistency because like if you're gonna extend this week out where like they were supposed to play on Thanksgiving and you push it back, and the Broncos have no QB, I would have expected Roger to be like, okay, I mean, it we're gonna have to, we're gonna have too. to, yeah, you know, we're gonna have to move. Apparently, the Seahawks are the only team that doesn't have a COVID case has hasn't had a COVID case yet. Good for the Seahawks. Round of applause for Pete Carroll because I'm sure that man would and light the, into his team. And the main thing that's annoying is people are trying to and, and I DK don't, Metcalf. That yeah. man, that man could probably beat up COVID. <laughs> people, COVID doesn't enter the facility because DK Metcalf people, is there. People are trying to like pity the Ravens because James Conner got COVID, but they got it contained, and then two people that had like came in contact with it quarantined. And didn't play yesterday or today, but the Ravens had a whole outbreak because a coach didn't wear a mask well, for I five think, weeks. I think that's wild. I think that's the big thing about like why I'm I'm big on the Broncos. Yes, am I comfortable not wearing masks around you three? Yes, because I also know that you wear masks when you can at work when we're when we're when we're by ourselves. Sure, but like I can understand that. But when you have the Ravens coach who just got fined a bunch of money, I'm sure or fire in the trouble. Organization needs to be fined. For not wearing a oh, mask. for sure. You know that your job is on the line. Yeah, because, I mean, what about the Raiders, bro? They had to play without their whole offensive line Yeah, that one week. The 49ers had to play without eight players. It just – I don't get it. I guess it makes sense. They made them play because they don't want to expand it to a week 18 and then have no first-round buys for first seeds. Which, which would probably be the Steelers would be the first round. Would pr- Probably if they don't blow it. But Have see, faith. that's another thing is like that's the whole reason this game was stressful today is like we're trying to keep away from Kansas City and make them play on the road. Well, it is going to be interesting. Let's talk about the two other upsets really I didn't quick. I to go on a rant about COVID. You're perfectly fine. You had some smart points. 49ers over the Rams. 49ers, did they play in Arizona that game or is it going to be this upcoming week? Huh? Arizona, the 49ers <laughs> cannot play in their stadium, I believe. Oh, I think they have to oh, play yeah. in Arizona. Yeah, they play in Arizona this week. Okay, I didn't know if it was last week or this week. They uh, they actually the the they posted on Twitter in Arizona posted a thing about from Step Brothers saying uh, don't touch my drum set. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with any of that. What you just said. All right, 49ers beating the Rams. How are you feeling as a 49ers fan? I mean, your team has been like I obliterated. Mean, yeah, like we just it, people just sick hey, they got and Debo hurt. and Richard Sherman back. One had a touchdown and one had a pick. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm excited, but it's one of those things where it's like, to me, when you're out of playoff contention, which I feel like the for the most part, I mean, there's definitely, I think we're like six and 
think we're like five and six or yeah, uh, yeah. Some we're we're one game below five hundred. But I think when you're pretty much out of contention, especially in a stacked NFC NFC West for that matter, yeah, um, you can it, snag a wild card though. You can and like you have know, other people you're like playing lose and stuff. If, yeah. if if the Forty ers were in the NFC East. They'd be they'd be ahead. By they'd be the head by like eight games. They're back, but they're playing. They're playing in the East. strongest division. I feel. Yeah. No, for sure. Or and one I think of the strongest. Division. And I think no, as definitely. a 49ers fan, like, yes, I do want them to do well, and yes, I'm glad that they won. Um, but yeah, lower, higher draft pick. Uh, it it's a higher draft pick. Um, and I feel like that. I don't want to say this season's a wash, but I feel like this season's a wash of like. Half of our defensive line is injured. Uh, Jimmy G isn't coming back anytime soon. Bosa's out. Both. I mean, Bosa's out. It's, I mean, we we got a lot of people who are injured or on injury reserve. Or and yes, we have some people who like Ayuk and um, some other some like studs. people who are kind of rising to the occasion. But I mean, it's kind of like the Steelers last year. Do yeah. what you can. If you don't make it, re up for next year. Yeah, but I do me, think the so 49ers will be back next year. Oh, for strength. sure. It no. just depends who's playing quarterback. Yeah, and I, I think that it would be nice to have somebody other than Jimmy G because you said, like, when do you give up when on a quarterback? Up quarterback? And I've given up on Jimmy <laughs> G. Um, and I think that, like, if we could just get somebody else. Could, like, you, could you imagine if the 49ers had Patrick Mahomes? Trade up. Trevor Lawrence. Could you imagine how good the Niners are? I don't like care how good or bad your team is. Any team with freaking Patrick Mahomes automatically yeah, becomes a I, I want this to be known. Tank for Trevor. Don't get me wrong. I think that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league right now. Yeah. But he is 1,000% complimented by Tyreek Hill. And, oh. And, and Andy Reid. Uh, and Andy Reid and about the, Travis Kelsey. Like, I'll say this. I don't think we've seen... If you're talking about the best QB wide receiver duos out there, I think you have to have Patrick and Tyreek in like a uh, in a top five or top ten situation. Like, oh, definitely you can say like five. random. I'd Randy say him Moss. and Kelsey more than Tyreek. Really? Well, yeah. Well, I'm I'm talking about I said oh, quarterback wide receiver because you're bad. talking about quarterback tight end. I'm thinking of like Olsen and Gronk and like the big boys, but. Um, heck, you I mean George Kittle? For God's sakes, is a freaking yeah. machine Animal. of a human being on Earth. Who who do you think is the best quarterback wide receiver right now? Right now, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. I'm going Kyler, D Hop, uh, Aaron, and Devontae. Those are both. All three of those were good. I'd say Aaron answer. and Devontae right now are the hottest. Are the hottest? They consistently like Tyreek has had really yeah. good games, but he blew yeah. But Devontae Adams was out for like four weeks. See, to me, Tyreek Hill's one of those. And I think the only reason why you say DeAndre Hopkins is because of the amazing immaculate catch over the ball. Yeah, and he did. But, fresh but in the mind. D-Hop, I mean, D-Hop's still top five in wide receiver. Oh, no, for sure. Never yard. panic. That I mean, is the only tweet that man ever needs to I, say yeah. to I make sh- Texans cry. I think Aaron and Devontae are the best. No, and I, th- right I, I, I do. A, I, think you got a, I think you got a case there. Devontae's had like two touchdowns in the last like four games. And Aaron Rodgers is. Arguably number two behind Patrick Mahomes right now in MVP. That man's slinging the rock. Yeah. I th- Dude, I feel like, and you said it today, but I feel like Patrick Mahomes is having a fucking great year. Sorry, freaking. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, 
having a freaking great year, but like not many people are talking about it. And it is because he's he's done it. He set the The bar bar. so high. Patrick Mahomes would have to throw for a billion yards and get a billion touchdowns. It's like a standard for them at this point. It's like, but now they have a running game, so those numbers might die down. Even then, I don't care. Patrick Mahomes is probably one of the smartest QBs uh, by just game management. He knows when to run. He knows when to tuck and move. He knows when to do. Man does all and these all, amazing and things. And he just figured out how to read defenses. defenses. That is, I'm telling That's you, crazy. I He's think, just the most talented quarterback. I'll say this. Seen in all Brady time. is probably going to be the GOAT forever. Patrick Mahomes is one of the few people, I think, who can take a swing at the king and not miss. I think it's more so like this in the argument of MJ versus Jordan. MJ had the best career, but I think LeBron's a way more talented player. Whereas oh, I think I Mahomes don't, is going to be more talented and is more. Talented I think there's than Brady. numerous quarterbacks who are purely more talented than Tom Brady was. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Drew. I mean, we, Br- yeah, mean, but you got to talk a, about the Super Bowl. Yeah, you have to talk about but, like yeah. Patrick Mahomes has the kill switch yeah. that I think Brady has, and I think we really saw the kill switch when they played the Texans because we watched a video about like the Texans were up like twenty four to nothing or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like what Pat- a fall from grace. Patrick Mahomes just basically one of the few teams ever not to make it to a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes just said, "I'm sure somewhere on the bench he goes, it's time to put the big boy pants on and flipped a switch." And it's freaking like um, didn't they weren't they trailing in every game that in the playoffs they listen they won? There's yeah, only I think so. I think that listen they, they lost the one game to the Raiders who. God help their souls, whatever happened to the Falcons in that game. I don't want to talk about it. But we got to talk about the <laughs> other team that potentially could beat them, and that's the Titans. 46-20 to 20 over the Colts, which was one of the best defenses in the league. And, and Derrick Henry just said, I got this. Dude, that's crazy because the Colts blew them out last time. Yeah. I, I it's think division that, rivals, man. Dude, it, it is division rivals. I think that Derrick Henry is – I got I said his jersey that, on the way. I said this from the get-go, but I think that Derrick Henry gets more effective because he only runs one speed. Um, And so, death. And I think that, (laughs) and I'm not saying anything because I think the Colts are fantastic defense. But I think over time, um, with your offense led by Phillip Rivers not being as good, not being great, and your defense having to be on the field so often i do not want to tackle the seven foot five 800 pound man and that's who what runs I'm, a four two five and that's what i'm saying about the steelers too bro like the offenses have to keep the defense off the field and let them breathe so they can give you a chance yeah i think yeah. that's i think if you're asking me what makes the titans so great is if their offense if their defense can kind of stall your defense a few times and the King Henry can continually you down. punch the ball. It gets to the point where, like, I've seen elite defenses when their offenses are terrible. There's very few teams out there who could do it where, like, the defense can be on there longer than the offense. But those are grown men getting tired out there. And when that man can use another man as a body shield, mm-hmm. no one is stopping him. Yeah, but not only that, but... The, I think what's so effective for the Titans is that the whole offense does not rely on Derrick Henry. Oh, like Ryan last year, like last year, he sets up Christian, their play action. Yeah, like last year, Christian McCaffrey, everything feels facilitated through Christian McCaffrey for sure. For um, sure. And I feel like for a couple other, and definitely Derrick Henry's probably one of those people as well. Um, but like 
Ryan Tannehill can sling the rock. I mean, we're talking about uh, was the, it Corey Davis, AJ Co- Brown? Corey Davis, AJ Brown, who was rookie of the year last it's year because he got out of Adam Gase's system. Yeah, breach. <laughs> Bro, look at Robbie Anderson for the Panthers. Stud. Yeah. yeah, but I think that Ryan Tannehill being able to sling the rock is definitely going to be the like it. And when you rely and you focus so much of your energy on stopping Derrick Henry, and then Ryan Tannehill just opens it up and slings that thing to AJ Brown, who's eight foot two and fu- somehow <laughs> even taller. <laughs> yeah. Bro, how Ole Miss had DK Metcalf and AJ Brown on and the didn't same team. win a championship. And they went like six and six. Yeah. Listen, in that in the Eagles video, it was I think it was Ty. What was the what was the two? It was like the Eagles passed up on DK Metcalf twice. And, yes, and like the freaking dude on the uh, on Justin the, Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's like it. I saw it great. There are some of the best wide receivers you can get because like in the second round because this where DK Metcalf was picked up in the second. I think. I think it was like pick fifty something. It's a that's just yeah. It wasn't even like thirty two. It it's wild. Now I, I do want to hear your your thoughts because I don't remember if we talked about it. I know we talked about Carson Wentz, but do you think Jalen Hurts should be the starting quarterback for the Eagles right now? Uh, I'm a big believer in you don't throw a developing QB unless you absolutely have to into a crappy system. You know your team sucks because Joe Burrow. I think yes. Was he fantastic? I'm wearing his jersey. I don't need to answer that question. But he still went behind a terrible team, and he still kind of got injured. And I know injuries aren't exactly like a Teddy Bridgewater, who's a quarterback for the Panthers now, non-contact injury went down. You know, terrible injury. But I'm saying that, like, if he's getting beaten up and he's getting pressed and pushed, that could increase your chance. So why throw a potential star in a system? I would only do it maybe in, like, the last game. See what it's like. Because... I think there's a certain thing where, like, I guess the argument can be where, like, Justin Herbert sat and, unbeknownst to himself, was thrusted into a game because of a doctor being a psychopath. And he's looked great. So, so I mean, yeah, what do you think about Jalen Hurts? Oh, I think he's a stud. I think he's just waiting for his opportunity. You think that he's better than Carson Wentz or can be better than Carson Wentz? I think Wentz? he could be, but I just don't think it'll be with that personnel. Mm. Star potential is there. But is, Doug Pe- is Doug Peterson on the hot seat? <sighs> How is Adam Gase not fired? I don't. I don't. We, we ask that literally every. The only every reason week. he wouldn't be is because of the injuries and because he won them a Super Bowl. Yeah. I think they give it one more year. I and if, you you asked it. You asked it why. I think you asked it um, earlier, but when you talked about um, when do you move on, um, I think that if Carson Wentz would have won them that Super Bowl and would have been that MVP that Nick Foles was, I think that they would have gave him longer. And the whole thing is oh, yeah. now is Nick Foles isn't even doing that much better than him. So Dude, Mr. Trubisky, I think, just blew his last chance ever to be an NFL quarterback. <laughs> they said they might start him next week, too. But I want Dude. to talk about this. I know it's not according to the plan. Yeah. But what's up with the Chargers-Bills game? Chargers are – they throw a Hail Mary, right? They get down to, like, the two-yard line, no timeouts – they call a QB sneak, but the O line goes in pass pro. And he yeah, just gets I saw that. Smashed. I saw that. Is that coaching or is Justin Herbert calling the plays wrong? Because no, if it I, is coaching, Anthony Lynn needs to be fired. I think that that's just Justin Herbert called the play well, wrong. Well, whatever it is, it's terrible and the Chargers are cursed. I, I do think I that just, Justin Herbert could be the thing. Go ahead. They need a new I coach. I just want y'all to know I watched this live the Syracuse NC State game. Guy. Basketball? No, uh, football. football last last week. Um, guy on 
it's third down. He he gets a uh, he gets sacked. He runs up to the line, spikes the ball on fourth down as time expires. You can't do that. It's like Tom Brady forgetting his fourth down. Yeah. All right, so as we went back down to college, let's talk about a few of the upsets that happened in basketball. Richmond beating Virginia. Virginia Tech beats uh, Villanova. And San Francisco beating Carolina lost to uh, Texas. San today. Francisco also Did beat really? Virginia. How's wait what? Yeah, well, oh, Virginia Tech and then Virginia. Virginia lost. Kentucky lost. Dang, Virginia is a cursed state. We're losing uh, twice. Carolina lost today to Texas by two points. Dang. I don't think Texas is ranked. Dude, and that's wild because I know uh, Villanova was three, Virginia was four. I got to check the power. Um, and I think Kentucky see. was ten. Um, and I think that. North Carolina had just crawled up to like 12 or 13. So, I mean, uh, we're talking about. They're now. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're definitely not now. Um, but, I, dude, I tell you what, Iowa looks good. That that big white dude. That dude's a stud. He had like 45 points uh, like last week. Yeah, I think it was like 45 and like 21 And he rebounds. missed one shot. Yeah, Bro, Kansas, he's a stud. Kansas dropped to second from, from first to seventh. Villanova went from uh, ninth to a 12th. Tennessee dropped one. Carolina went up two. I don't know what happened there. I thought we Virginia lost. Virginia from eleven to fifteen. That's probably not updated. Not if, updated. If, oh, yeah, Texas today. Tech just went from three to seventeen. Dang. Kentucky Dang. went from tenth to twentieth. Do you think COVID is playing a part in how how these kids are playing? I don't think that it has a part in how they're playing, but I think that the same question that we had for college football of like uh, where we have like Ohio State who's coming in. Um, who is going to play significantly less games than an SEC school or an ACC school. Um, I feel like that's going to be the same problem that we're going to see for a lot of other teams, like Tennessee. Tennessee has not they're, – they're ranked, I think, top 15, and they have not even played a game yet. Um, and so I think that there's going to be a question that's going to be asked at the end of the year that, like, how are we, how are people who are, like – Right now, how I think you, that how like are you ranking them? I think that like Charlotte's already like played like five games, yeah. And you have to play like twenty seven regular season games, and when you have like UConn or you have Tennessee or you have some other places that are not playing for the first month or two months because of COVID, I mean, how do you how, rank it how, how do you, how do you rank them? But also, do you take a fourteen and zero? Do you take a fourteen to zero Tennessee team over a twenty four and three Oklahoma team or something like that? And so I th- I think that COVID, I don't think COVID has a, a, a an effect on how they're playing. Maybe it does a little bit just because there's no fans, and I feel like some players feed off of fan energy. But I think that it's going to be hard in the long term of ranking people and especially when it comes down to like who should be in the top 64 if we have please let us have the March Madness bracket yeah please but um, who's going to be in the top 68 who's going to be not in it Um, and if it comes down to like four teams two in two out and out of those four teams one team only has played 12 games and the other has played 27 it's like what do you do at least basketball games are a lot easier to reschedule than football yeah no, it, but it, it they definitely are. But it's one of those things where, like, if you don't start till January and you How have you twenty, se- you have twenty seven. That's literally like two per week to be they'll able to go to, by March. They'll just have to go by win percentage. 
even though they didn't play the same amount. Yeah, so maybe do it and uh, yeah, it won't be fair. But that's like the only thing I could see them doing. No, and I and I just pose that question just because I feel like it's going to become a problem later on. Um, but I can definitely see like if Duke somehow loses and it's like we're not in because we played an extra like eight or nine games to like a team that only played like twelve. Yeah. I do. I can. I can absolutely imagine. Yeah. The rage. Um, well, let's um. Talking about rage, Mike Tyson came back <laughs> and had a fight. Interesting, bro. Mike Tyson's scary, bro. And I, that, I saw that it. is always the man that we talk about. It breaks through that door. Could he beat us? Three of us? No. And I don't know. I watched that man talk of, uh, as Jacob said, a video about I want to eat his children. I don't think anyone can stop Mike. My Tyson. defense is impregnable, <laughs> bro. When he said that, I was like, "What does that even mean?" But we have to. I don't really. This is this is. Did you guys watch the news. fight? No, I saw I, the highlights. I did see Jake Paul beat the crap out of Nate Robinson, though. Dude, see, I wanted Jake to, has some pro fights under. Bro, his belt. that's what I'm saying. Nate went in there thinking, "Yo, I'm an athlete. I'm gonna whoop this little white kid's butt," and bro, then he got smacked. And not guy. only not only that, but like like. Not only does he have pro fights, but like Jake Paul is a wrestler. Like yeah. he grew up In fighting, wrestling. and now he was not a pro- boxer. He wasn't a boxer, but like my boy was like went to states for like Bro. wrestling. He yeah. let he let the whole NBA down. I saw a meme of him laying on the ground and it had Rosa Parks, Malcolm X, and MLK looking down on him with a sad face. Dang! They said it was racist that he got knocked out. <laughs> I mean, I do think, though, that it gives – I do think that it does show a good way of That's funny. strength and confidence cannot always just overcome experience and knowledge. But also, because, like, I watched that fight. That dude can probably beat the mess out of someone in a street fight, but when you're getting clocked in the head with the haymaker and then you have to get back up and, like, you don't have, like, that distance, you have to keep going – it's a different mm-hmm. world because that's the same thing we said with Conor McGregor Dude. fighting what Floyd Mayweather Floyd. was like. He got war. MMA out. versus like a boxer. That's a different yeah, world. Yeah, but not only that, but it's one of those things where it's like, bro, we're talking about a guy who's about four inches taller, has the reach. And so Nate Robinson it has been notorious for being the small guy. And Jake Paul, I don't think that he's huge, but I think he's like six foot. And so – He's got like, the reach to get I mean, him. we're talking about, like, you have to, like, the only shot that Nate Robinson had is what Floyd Mayweather did against Conor McGregor and kind of tire Conor and McGregor, then, Jake Paul out. The thing is, Nate wasn't playing defense. He no, was just, not at all. He was just taking shots. Yeah. Didn't Mike Tyson win Hey, I want y'all to know, though. Tie. They're going to do another one, now, probably. Now, Nate Robinson definitely looked bad, but he got knocked down four times. Like and like three rounds, and, it? yeah, and it's one of those things where he was ill prepared going into it. But if you get like knocked the hell out, like, like three did. times, <laughs> and then you get back up, I got massive props for you because yeah. that shows heart. Because like I got pro- knocked down once, I get back up, ear, I got this. Knocked my, down a my second ears time, might be bleeding, but I'm getting up. You're, you mean you your brain might be bleeding? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm tired, I'm exhausted. I get knocked out, knocked down, and it's five count, and I'm like, Ooh. dude, I think that's why the Rocky movies are so great. Is because like he's up, you know what I mean? Like just the passion, and yeah. you feel it. Yeah, boxing's awesome, dude. Boxing is awesome. Dude. I always felt that if I like. I I always thought that I would be pretty good at boxing. I don't want to ever do it. 
You don't? I like watching it. I don't like getting hit. There's, I think, <laughs> I feel like I would be the Mike Tyson of like, lets out his inner, inner demons mm. and just starts, what? I've heard <laughs> like, I've heard like Mike Tyson is like a really respectable and nice, nice person. person. But when he steps into the ring, Nobody you care. see the angel of death. No, because he says, he's like, I he kill. says that he's terrified of himself because like he has <laughs> this monster inside of him. And, <laughs> And like when it happens, he he's it. the listen. When he's in the ring, his lisp disappears, bro. When he's in the ring, <laughs> that he's, man. No, he. When he's in the ring, it's, it's not. Oh, we're gonna we're fighting for money. It's I'm gonna kill this man. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Apparently, the reason why he got skinny was because his wife called him fat, and he just started. He, she woke the monster, bro. He woke. <laughs> she woke the monster, and my boy came to four hours later on a treadmill. I'm not fat. <laughs> oh my god! Look at me now. No, they do say that his divorce did lead to him losing his fights because he didn't he didn't dodge as much. He used to take the hits because he's like, I wanted the pain, I and I'm like, pain. I will always say, this. I need it. When I did see that, um, he got, I think he got to. I saw a great video of him meeting Muhammad Ali, and he's always been like, people call me the greatest. Muhammad Ali was the greatest, and I think that like I like watching. I'll watch boxing highlights more than I watch like MMA highlights. It's more fun. Because MMA, it's cool. I mean, I did jujitsu as a kid, and it's a lot of fun to throw a man over your freaking back and like whip, like basically snap his arm. But I think it's cool that the rules versus MMA is almost no rules. Boxing is like you got to get in a corner. It's very like, technical. Because I also think that like MMA is also like it's mixed martial arts. You can do a dude doing jujitsu, karate, Muay Thai, and all Res- these wrestling or kickboxing. Yeah, all this stuff. But in boxing, it is two men in a ring, gloves. And their goal is to knock you out. And it's like, it's it's crazy. We need to watch Creed. We do need to watch Creed. I love Creed. I've never seen Creed. I have them. It's a, Both of them? I have the first one. The second one's streaming, I think. Bro, bet. Big bet. Now, favorite Rocky movie? We're talking never about seen them. Favorite Rocky you movie? You gotta watch the first Rocky. Rocky 4. Is that against Drag- Drago? Drago. Drago 2. Where he goes, where he goes, he goes to, to Russia. He goes to Russia and beats the snot of him. Apparently, I'm sorry. I was looking at I was looking to preview for the lock of the week. I did not know the Dolphins were seven and four. Yeah, they are. The Dolphins, the Dol- like they said, the Bills. They got the Dolphins sniffing at their heels. Yeah, imagine they lose a game, Dolphins take the AFC East. But uh, which that's what I say. I think Brian Flores should win yeah. Coach of the Year. If if the Steelers go undefeated, they got to give it to Mike. Right? Oh, oh, for, for sure. sure. But, like, but, if I had to say, like, anyone, like, who's done a... Like, like that's a, not biased. That's just... Oh, no, I will agree with you. No, but I'm saying, like... I agree with you on that. He... I mean, yes, Mike Tomlin, phenomenal. But Brian Flores has proven, like, how to rebuild a team very quickly. Yeah. Because the Steelers were great. We knew they were great last year. They were 8-8 eight eight without Big Ben. And now they're great with Big Ben. But for Brian, Brian Flores to, like, basically sell stock and mm-hmm. to get... I'm getting draft picks, going the o- Oklahoma Thunder style. Yeah. You know, you... They took our draft pick for Minka, so... Yeah, they they they, it was a win win for them. But win-win. back to the Rocky thing. What was your favorite Rocky movie? Never seen it. Okay, so we have to watch all the Rockies before you. see We will Creed. have to watch Rocky one. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite Rocky movie? For probably one. One. I mean, I think, Adrian. I think Rocky two is 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 good as well. I think after four, the the quality. I remember going the down. Titans. 
Have you seen? Okay, so I've never seen Rambo, but I've seen all the Rockies. I have seen Rambo. Rambo two is my. Favorite. Actually, I saw Rambo: Last Blood, the new one. I've seen Rambo. You gotta 1. watch Rambo two. Rambo two, I think, is the yep. better, best one. We should make a bracket for eighties action movies, even though it's not sports. But I mean, y'all, y'all, hey, we gotta watch y'all, Predator y'all can, then. I mean, y'all can I make that Predator. bracket. I mean, I'm for it. Okay, but so are we going to lock of the week. Yep. Okay. All right. So I have I I have my lock right real quick. Okay. Um, my lock is the Saints, which are three point favorites over the Falcons. Be careful with the Falcons; they tend to bite. <laughs> so, if anybody wants to know, I am four and seven. Connor is four and seven, and Avery is three and eight. I picked the Raiders. To no, be- actually, I'm sorry. I'm four and eight. Connor's four and eight, and Avery's three and nine. Yeah, I had the Raiders beating the Falcons by what seven. You had the Raiders over the Falcons, and I think it was like seven or I think yeah, it was like four. it was like three or four. and they lost by forty. And to then, the Falcons. And then Connor had the Browns over the Jacksonville Jaguars by, I think it was seven, and I think they only won by like two. two. That game was way more intense than I thought it was going to be. Can I pick Avery? Tennessee? Uh, no, you cannot. Dang it. Uh, can I pick Green Bay? Yes, you can. I think Green Bay is going to beat the Eagles by more than nine points. <sighs> For for sure, I can't pick Kansas City, can I? If the Denver Broncos ain't got a quarterback, I'm picking Kansas City. No, again. you cannot. I hate it here. Uh, Seattle. You can. All right, Seattle minus ten over the Giants. If the Giants blow the Seahawks out, I'm just retiring from this game. <laughs> Sport we're, we're gonna be the NFC East. Also, uh, <laughs> we are the NFC. God rest Matt Patricia's soul. Got fired. Just gonna add that sign on it. Dude, there. they waited way too long for that. Seattle over who? Giants. Giants by ten. And Packers over who? The Eagles by nine, right? Ten. Ten. My bad. Actually, hold on. Let me. I think check. it was nine. It was nine. I have minus nine on here. It might be nine. I might be. Yeah. Guy. I mean the. Dude, you, you yeah, got rid of nine. Caldwell. I mean, he was he was kind of your guy for your for only a while. good coach. Yeah, your only good coach. And you got rid of him because he wasn't fiery. So Kyle Schwarber is now a free agent. Oh, play the play the TikTok, Jacob. Don't forget. Don't don't be mad because they left. Just cherish the memories, Jacob. Just cherish the memories. It's the one be- good year. <laughs> he could resign. No, he's not resigning. That could be uh, me next year. If but apparently retires. he only batted 188 for this past season. Oh, so get him out of here. Maybe, maybe that's for the best. What position first? No, he was a left fielder. He technically was a catcher that transferred to a left fielder. Is there anything else you'd like to mention about sports this week? I do have a I do have an icebreaker of the week, and this is going to be our icebreaker for New today. segment alert. I think, didn't I do icebreaker last time? Uh, it, so. The Mount the Mount Rushmore of oh, yeah, Thanksgiving right. foods. Um, all right, so the Mount Rushmore for today is: what is your Mount Rushmore of Disney animated movies? It can be Pixar, it can be Disney, it could be DreamWorks, it could be whatever you want. Okay, we can't have the same ones. All right, Toy Story. Okay, Tarzan. Okay, because Phil Collins snapped on the soundtrack. Uh, all right, so Toy Story one, Toy Story two, Toy Story two, Tarzan. Tarzan. 
The Lion King. Okay. Dang, I was gonna take. Sorry. That. And then Mulan. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with mine. Um, I'm gonna go with Monsters Inc. Banger. Um, uh, banger. I've lost two so far. Wait, can I have an honorable mention after yes. we all go? Cars. One. Oh yeah, he loves cars. <laughs> we were arguing about cars the other day. Uh, The Incredibles. Lost three. <laughs> All right, then, boys. Potentially four. Toy Story there. We were... You know what? I'll I'll save you. I, I don't want to hurt you anymore. No, go ahead. No, I got a but whole I'm gonna, list. But I'm going to go with... I was going to go with Monsters University, but I think I'm no, going to go, go ahead, with... go ahead. I think I'm going to go with Milan. I said Milan. You said Milan? Yeah, that was said my Milan. fourth. Then I'm going to go with Aladdin. Okay. Banger. Okay. Well, that sucks. The 90s right. ones are great. Um... Yeah, you're leaving me a lot to be Oh, I take here. that back. I take that back. You can have a lot of... I'm taking Shrek. Shrek's DreamWorks. I said... I said DreamWorks. Oh, I, said, oh, I thought all, you said just all, Disney. All, all. Well, oh. DreamWorks. You, any animated movie. Oh. Well, yeah. I don't know um, any animated movie. I like that's not Disney. Uh, Aladdin would probably be on the list, but since you said it, I'll, I'll, I'll stay. No, no, you got it. I, I want Shrek. That's fine. <laughs> um, Hercules... Oh, was was a banger. Fire. Um, as a kid, um, I there's four from Mount Rushmore. And that sucks. I had like five. Um, I'm gonna say Aladdin because Princess Jasmine was an awakening for me when I was a kid. Where I goes like, man, <laughs> so this di- this Disney princess really do be hitting different out here. <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> Bella and Ariel were great, but like as a kid, you were like, man, there's something cool about like bikinis. And I was like, hey, I'm a boy. Um, so I would say Aladdin. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Finding Nemo. Um, oh. That is a really good like movie. I, I would say now. I'm gonna say that the the, the ones that I've lost, uh, Lion King is absolute amazing. Um, Monsters Inc is one of my favorites. For my fourth, Monsters Inc is my favorite. Yeah, my I could I as it, it sucked, but as a camp counselor, we got we a twenty three nineteen. We got a twenty three nineteen. They would they would have fixed COVID. Yes, they would have. They would have fixed COVID. Dude, they were the COVID. They were COVID nurses they before did the, COVID nurses. The Kim Jong Un style. Yeah, I'm weak. Um, <laughs> dude, when they shaved my boy, I was so <laughs> when, dead. When, when he threw it again and it hit him, he was 23 19. And he, he's walking out with a limp. I think I'm finally back to go to society. And then he gets hits again. He's like, oh, I got a 23. And he just grabs that minute. Right. So who's your fourth? All right, my fourth. Yeah, so I got. Hercules, Finding Nemo, Aladdin. Now, Toy Story 2 would be on my list. Which one's Toy Story 2? Is Toy that Story the... 2 is when Andy gets yeah. the... the uh, Jesse and them? Jesse's... Yeah, Jesse and them. Yeah, when he goes to the the, uh, the toy shop. Okay. Not the toy shop. Uh, he gets like... The giant chicken guy outfit. Yeah, that one. And then, toy like, barn. The, uh, he's in there and the guy's like, hire someone to fix him with the needle and the thread and has that really soothing... ASMR moment of yeah. what he getting fixed. You know what I'm talking about? No. You have to watch it. Uh, Dude, I, it's, no, it's I've amazing. seen it, but I, I can't. Toy Story think was my it. crap because I was like the only movie my dad had on VHS. Heard? During, you know, this is rough because we've, we've taken the other ones. I mean, it's. Up. Uh, I liked Up, but I'm not the. I'm not. Up's that was. Sad. I'm trying to think of like movies. Yeah, that from, was sad. I hate Frozen. Um, I, I'm trying to think of like Frozen movies that like hit different as my childhood. See, I had to hear. I had to watch Frozen like. Three times a day. When All right, Elise we'll, was we'll a kid. come back to that. Your last one. Uh, what? Mo- what? Do you, uh, go. What's I was going to move Mulan to my honorable and then put Spider into the Spider Verse. Okay, you kind of touched on it, but what is one that you think is Pixar, DreamWorks, Disney? What? What's one that you think is overrated? Overrated? 
Frozen. <laughs> yeah, Frozen. I hate Frozen. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't like Moana. No, Moana was fire. I thought Moana was like... But I thought that it was okay. But everybody was telling me that this was like the best ever. I think Finding Dory sucks. I've, I haven't seen it. Okay. I'll Sorry, agree. I don't like the sequels that come. But my my honorable mention would I, I didn't have been like Monsters, Monsters University. University. I, I know my. See, I don't like Monsters University either. I uh, you get that blast me out of your mouth. <laughs> now, it looking back at this, it goes up in the air, but unf- I think I know when I have to go by default. It's gonna have to be the Jungle Book, because mm. when I was a kid, I loved the Elephant Song so much. To this day, elephants are my favorite animal. Like that's I, why he chose the athletics. I, it is exactly why. Also, uh, my ex was a Georgia fan, and she said, you should pick your favorite. I have no knowledge of Bam- college sports. Bama's. I was like, oh. She's like, you should just choose a team based off of their mascots because usually that's great for people. I go, this is a Georgia fan. I go, oh. So Bama. <laughs> which one has an elephant? And she said, I'll cut you in your sleep. <laughs> so screw her. Um Rolling Tide, love your mascot, go hard. Rolling Tide. Roll Tide. But also, I think my other one is the Aristocats. That's a oh. that's a banging like kid show. Like the the animals playing the music as like the freaking building. Ooh, the princess collab. and the frog. That's what I was gonna say. That one slept on. Slept that on. That one is a slept on. I think that. I don't think any of them really are like that. Absolutely slept on. I don't like uh, Frozen. I'll stay away from anime movies because it's like a different. Yeah, that's a whole different world. All right, boys. Well, I think this has been a good episode. Um, Come back next week. Um, We love you. We appreciate you. Um, Remember that if you're not welcome anywhere in the world, you're welcome here with us on this, on these Wednesday nights. On on the interwebs. On the interwebs. All right, guys. Y'all have a good week. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Peace.